Pam Ochoa. I have a question for you today. My question is, we just completed a few days ago our first official training for patrons and some people outside of Patreon. We've done trainings before. This is really the first like full-on craft and draft. We did it. It went over two hours, um, and I just wanted to ask you... Uh, how did it? How did it feel coming from? Because we we talked a little bit about the culmination of the origin of how all of this started to where we are now, and I just wanted your what's your reflection on this whole thing? How did it feel? What was it like? Well, I thought it was amazing. I mean, it was just kind of neat to see faces to all these names, and maybe they felt the same way. It seemed like it. Um, but yeah, when we first started, we were just sitting in there. The other, you know, you know how, uh, and I know I. I didn't finish my sentence, but you know how uh, when on your uh, phone and stuff like that, it'll say memories from four years ago or what have you. And the other day I had one of those memories and it popped, you know, see what you did four years ago or three years ago, whenever it was anyway. And I popped up and it was you and, you know, we, we brainstormed all of this on a a whiteboard and and all of that came out you know like how we were going to do this of course we didn't know it would turn into this we were just talking about our classes and how we were going to create this notebook but anyway I took pictures of our work you know and uh so anyway that popped up the other day and I was like oh my gosh I can't believe that it started on a whiteboard (laughs) and here we are talking to people uh Kirsten from um uh, Massachusetts. I mean, who knew we were going to have a crowd from all over the United States? So I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, so I, you know, it's really exciting. And yeah, I teach people all the, you know, all the time. And when I do my Abydos conferences, um, when we actually go to the conference, we have people from Hawaii and people from Alaska and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. But that's not that's not coming to listen just to us. That's coming to do an Abydos conference, you know, a big conference. So this was my first time to actually talk to people from so far away and actually see them and have a conversation with them uh, on Zoom, no less. I mean, it's just neat how things have come around because, I don't know, I was excited. How about that? Yeah, well, it is funny to think about because we, like you said, you know, we had our office together and we were trying to figure out problems and it just kind of culminated into a whole thing. I mean, we were going deep into like, we had books out from like Therese Rosenblatt and, you know, we had like all of this stuff going. So it was all inspired by the people that inspire us and all of the thinkers and whatnot, but... Um, it is funny that it was, and then even to the podcast, cause I remember when we were having early conversations and I was like, Ochoa, we should do a show. We talk all yeah. the time already. Cause we were having, we were calling each other and having, you know, hour long phone conversations about teaching. And I was like, why are we not recording this? This is what we should do. Cause right. that's where my mind goes. Cause I'm such a millennial that I'm like, oh, this should be all public. Everything should be public. And that is not who you are. You are not a very no, I'm public not person wanted. in general. No, I, I kind of keep my, you know, I mean, I don't mind telling people and yeah. talking to them, but as far as putting it on social media, I'm not, I'm not real good about 
you know, like people are telling about their family and all this and you're not, I don't do that. So yeah. you're right. I'm a little more private. So this was a big step for me. When you brought that uh, right in the middle of COVID, you're like, we're not even <laughs> supposed to be talking to each other because remember everybody's on lockdown and you drive by and bring me your not golden microphone, but your silver microphone and said, here, we're starting this next week. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't even know how to plug it in. He goes, it's real simple. Just plug it in. I'm like, what? I even had to get a new computer. Remember that computer I had? It was just yeah. like crashing and crashing and crashing. And so you're like, you need to go ahead and get you a new one. Well, we're going to make this. It's going to turn out to to reach other people. So when you get, give them the best. So That's I right. did. I got me a new computer for it. And it's and now it's growing, and now we are here, and that's what we're going to kind of talk about today, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a little different episode, but before we get to all of that, I want to tell you that that's Pam Ocho. I'm Jacob Chesney. We're two English teachers down here in the state of Texas, loving what we do in Reading Writing Workshop, uh, talking about practice, talking about philosophy, talking about implementation, and of course, talking about craft and draft and everything in between. But this podcast really can only keep going because of you people who support it, whether that Mm -hmm. is through subscriptions, reviewing, or supporting us on Patreon, just like Alicia, Brandy, Leah, Mark, Amy, Sarah, Rebecca, Courtney, Carol, Nalissa, Destiny, Lori, Natalie, and Susan all do. They support this podcast at two different levels. Some of those levels give you bonus episodes. Some give you bonus content. Some of them give you access to training like we just did recently and everything else in between. They get access to exclusive content no one else sees out there in the world. We don't put it out there for free. We put it out there behind that, and they support the show. And it's becoming this little community, especially after this last training. We saw people's faces. We got to hear voices. Uh, So this is really unlike anything out there, in my opinion. This podcast is not just two people chatting. It's really awesome all of us chatting together. So uh, we love answering questions. If you're new here, you can submit a question. People on the Patreon get first in line, but you can email us and uh, we'll probably answer it there as well. So we're not gatekeepers in that instance. But today we're going to kind of briefly reflect on uh, the training we did, and then you will hear a a clip from that two-hour training. Uh, And the reason we're doing this is because we wanted to tell you guys that just because you missed the live training that we did on Zoom does not mean you can't get access. So if what you hear today sounds amazing, it sounds like what you need, regardless of if you're hearing this uh, late July, early August, late August, or in October of 2035, whenever you're hearing this episode, you could just contact us and we will have the video available for you. You just use that link uh paid through our Venmo that we have and then email us at through the contact form on Craft and Draft and we will get it to you. So if all of that sounds great, that's wonderful. And if not, you're definitely going to learn something today because it was an amazing training. But let's get to the conversation. Alrighty, Miss Ochoa. We trained, we talked, we said it was going to be an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and we went two hours. <laughs> what happened? What happened to the two hours? I probably went long. I talked too much. Well, we also had people participate a little bit too, and we so we would stop and let people participate uh, through the through the thing. So it wasn't just us lecturing. Uh, so I think that might yeah. have made a difference. And then we had questions and answers. So people would ask us questions, and we would try to answer it the best that we could. Yeah, I think that. I mean, it really was. I mean, we talk a lot in general. Um, but it really was, you know, as interactive as a Zoom could be. 
you know, we asked questions. We went through it. That we went through roughly five lessons of what our first five days would be like. And uh, here's the thing: as you and I were kind of planning this, we were sitting back going, "Yep, this is probably going to be pretty what much what the do. five days are going to be." Yeah, I was thinking about the only thing that I might change, maybe not change, but add, and that would be, um, you know how I like to have the students find topics, so I may stop and do some 10-minute topic-finding moments so that they can have a a large list of ideas before we're all said and done, because that's how I kind of carry my writing through the year. Well, and I, here's the thing. we, You and I are so not scripted in terms of how we run a classroom, um, and, we're, and we're very comfortable just kind of in the process. And so whenever we have to distill what we do into a PowerPoint, a presentation, whatever, that is the hardest part to translate, right? Because you, it can't mm-hmm. be all over the place because that's – you can't really learn that way. Um, and there's also just a – a, a pacing issue, so to speak, because if you're when you're teaching workshop, you can you can either choose people to let you know let them read and write during it, or you can just talk through it. And you kind of want the, a bit of both, right? You want people right. to write, you want people to think. Um, and I know in Abidos trainings, you know, you literally have reading and writing time several times in a day, often. Um, and that's why those trainings are all day affairs and multi-week affairs in some instances. Um, we don't have that luxury all the time, but I think that's, I think there was, a that challenge is interesting to me because you want, I had the same problem when I presented in Lido, right? I had an hour and a half for two sessions. Um, and I wanted them to write and I wanted them to read and I wanted them to discuss, but I also wanted to get a couple points across and boy that time goes fast when when you fill up when you fill up so much and that's why I think this is I think this podcast specifically is something that I would have actually you know everything I do in the public sphere whether that's posting podcasts whatever I tried to do what I wanted learning this stuff right and I would have loved for a podcast like this to where it's like okay I went to the training awesome uh, but I want, I have all these questions. Well, guess what? There's like a hundred episodes that we could jump into literally mm-hmm. over a hundred hours of content of people just talking actual workshop practices in public school. And that's just unreal that we kind of, we kind of get to, you know, be a part of that. I'm not saying we're the only go-to. We obviously talk about authors and books all the time that inspire us on this, but it is kind of cool that we get to. Uh, serve as of of a hub, so to speak, for people to kind of come together. That's what we said in the training. Was uh, we were grateful for uh, just having like minded people because not everyone talks about this stuff. Not ever. Not everyone cares this much about workshop. <laughs> no, no, and it's it, it is. It, it's. I think that's what's refreshing when I met you, and and maybe the same when you met me. But when we started talking shop, if you will, you know, it just. It was kind of nice to have a common, a common thought, a common um, uh, philosophy. That's one of the things. Like when I taught, you know, those years that I was in that cohort teaching um, Abydos, it was just neat. You know, a lot of my friends have retired, and so they're no longer talking shop with me. So this is nice because uh, it really is what I do and think about all the time. <laughs> You know, so it's my hobby. When people say, what's your hobby? And I'm like, well, learning about teaching. 
they they don't buy it, but that really is my hobby. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. I have uh like I I have, you know, probably my biggest hobby is video gaming, right? I I I talk about that often, but and maybe music making, I suppose. I can honestly I consider my music making like therapy, but like teaching is both my career, it's my hobby, it's my interest. Mm-hmm education in general is like I've gotten like in my own personal studies, like I've read more about just like the system of education. I've kind of moved away from just like teaching books. I still love reading those, but you know, more about the the school system itself. I'm really fascinated with the origins of the school system. Um, but it's like, I do it for fun, right? No one's telling, like, there's no reason I need to know really the origins of public school in America. <laughs> what I'm fascinated, I think it informs a lot of what I talk about, but, um, it's, it's rare where you get to commune with people who genuinely care about a lot of this because, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who, and, and this is really I'm not trying to be negative about anybody, but you know, there's people who, you know, it's their job. They show up, but once they're out, they're out, right? They go home, they do all this, mm-hmm. but you and I would work together all day. Right. And then something would pop up, you know, nine o'clock, eight o'clock, whenever I'm cooking dinner, we jump on the phone. We talk for an hour while I'm wrestling with pans and stuff like that's still stuff <laughs> like that happens. Right. And then you, but there's, I feel like the, the when we find our fellow people, that's where it's like it's comfortable because there's so much there's right. not a lot of us out there who want to to do all of this and and honestly, like having a training that was, you know, two hours in length and uh they were that was kind of unplanned, so to speak, and everyone kinda hung out and stayed for questions and comments and everyone was very nice about the the process. And I think that's what you and I were most nervous about was, you know, it's one thing to jump on a podcast and just ramble for an hour about a topic or whatever, but it's another thing right. to really bring try to bring value to people, especially when money's involved. Um so I was I was grateful. I think they enjoyed it. Um I don't know. For people who haven't heard the training, which they're about to hear a section of it here in just a minute when we cut to that. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you hope that they, that they get from, from their, this sample? Well, I hope that, um, like we talked about a second ago, and that is finding people or training that, that kind of touches their, their way of thinking, uh, their philosophy and teaching. I hope that they see that, um, some of these lessons and some of these ideas that that we come across really have are student centered and that they can actually see an example of student centered type type teaching i think at least i hope that's that's what they get uh i don't know what do you what do you hope that they get out of this yeah i mean i hope it's you know it's it's not going to be the whole thing right but i hope that the section that we include whether people want to get uh the full video or they just want to listen to this i i do hope that they they it inspires them right i think that's yeah. the the key of what you and i tried to stress is even on this show even though our craft and draft kind of model has some specific components we have never said it has to be done this exact way. We've always said, let this be your guide in some way. If you want to follow exactly what we do, then by all means, go forth and conquer. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to tweak, 
add this, do whatever. Like we had, um, I forget who it was, but I know there was someone on the Zoom who had said that they use it's they use one journal, right? And it's kind of all combined in there, which we've seen people do before. Um, there's people who are trying to use it with multiple contents, and we just think that's great. We love hearing from anyone who's messing with the craft and draft system. And, you know, it's funny. We've seen a few people send us pictures of their craft books and, and their draft books. And it's kind of cool right. to see that, that those terms are out there and, uh, that kids are learning through this process. I think that's the biggest thing. And, um, it's cool. So I, I hope it really does. I hope people just listening, I hope it inspires them to, to be thinking about, uh, this year and how they can on- incorporate more authentic practices. Even if you're not going full force into choice and all of this other stuff, even starting the process, you know, we all start somewhere. So, um, that's what I hope. Well, you, well, you know, one of my students, uh, and I hope that this pro this process inspires students and this is where I, I got this idea, but one of my students this last year, she was, she all of a sudden, like everybody's like, quiet and they're all working and all of a sudden she just burst out this is how i just love this notebook <laughs> i just like i'm like what she goes this is the best thing ever look look at it and so i had to <laughs> of course it stopped everybody and they were they were like what because we were really all working and i think it was just whatever she was working on it that moment was probably the one time where the aha moment where she realized why we were doing it the way we were doing it. And all of a sudden she was just wanted to tell me, and that was from a student, a seventh grader, no less. So, uh, so I'm hoping it does that for people. Well, you guys, we're going to end up cutting it here. The next thing you're going to hear on this episode is a, a nice little chunk of the training. And like I said, this is still available. You can go to craftandjobworkshop.com. You click on uh, the link. It says here, let me pull it up. That way I can tell you the exact thing to click on. But you, oh, you click on virtual PD. You click that. Uh, once you send us your Venmo uh, payment, then you can just email us and we will get that video to you so you can get access. The video, um, it, it comes with everything. So you'll see 100% of it over two hours. I think the value is there, but that will be up for you to decide. Enjoy this clip from our PD and enjoy. Ochoa is going to kind of take the reins on this first part um, where as we jump into day one of what we would do, right? And now we we were talking about this as we were um, going back and forth on this, which was our days uh, that we're doing this. We I think we start on a Wednesday. Is that correct, Ochoa? Uh, no, we start on a, yes, we do. That's right. My fault. Yeah. We go back we Friday. We start on a Friday and yeah. then our kids start on a Wednesday. So yes. even, even though we're not starting the full week, this is truly like kind of like a five day look of if we just had a pure five days, what are the five mini lessons, approaches to mini lessons and approaches to reading and writing that would get kids to be as fully engaged as possible into that workshop process. That way the habits are instilled and then everything from there becomes automatic. So we can really go as deep as possible into really supporting students. So that's the mentality behind this. But Ochoa, take us through day one. And you guys, as she's talking, I'll be in the chat. So if anything pops up, um, I'll be kind of reining that if an idea comes to mind as we are chatting. Go ahead, Ochoa. Yeah, go ahead and ask any questions or or whatever you want, or if there's something I'm not clear about, because sometimes that happens, feel free to say that. Now, um, 
what what I'm going to do on that first day. And and um, one of the things that we've talked about is uh, on our podcast is that I always begin with a word. And every year I try to start a, with a new word. So those of you who have been listening, which I think you all have been, you'll know that we talk about, well, what word are you going to use this year? And so the other day I was driving and I don't know what happened, but the word horizon just popped into my head and that's it. That's my word. So that's, I, I think about these things for a while. So I'm going to start with horizons. I would say you could start with anything, but I've noticed that since I started with the these words, it kind of helps me set my theme for the whole year. And it's usually something that I hope is inspiring. It's usually something that has multiple meanings so that they can learn different things from that word. And so that's one of the things that that I try to do. And of course, we want to tie everything to a standard. So you can see that we started uh, on page 10 and 11. And when if you look at that setup, uh, typically we start our mini lessons somewhere around in here because at the, the beginning, uh, we kind of leave that open for um, I usually do uh, silent, sustained reading responses there in the front, and I do some other stuff in the front. So we usually start about here, and I think Jacob does a little bit different. And that's the thing about this work, the way we do it, is it's flexible. So you make it your own. This is just what we're going to do. So I'm going to start uh, the year with the word horizon. And so the kids are going to come into the room. Of course, we always have to have our standards up. So the standard that uh, we're going to do here is, for us, it's it's 7-5-E, but to write that out, will be uh, making connections to personal experiences, ideas, and other texts in society. It's, it's in my belief, and I think research proven, that when students start with things that they already know, it's helpful so uh, to them because they have to have something to really base their learning on. And so that's what uh, I'm hoping to do here. Horizon is kind of could be a complicated word if they really haven't seen it and things like that. So the first thing that I'm going to do probably is I will put up and I am going to go to the next slide uh, in just a second. And then I'll come back to this one, I believe, because I'm not going to show them this actual page first, when they walk into my room, what they're going to see is horizon. I mean, that's what I'm going to start. I'm going to say hello and do those kinds of things. And then, but the right off the bat, and now Jacob likes to do, I think, mini lessons first, but sometimes I like to get them writing first, and then I jump into my mini lessons. So it's kind of hard to show that on a PowerPoint. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully. I, I always say that. Does that make sense? So just forgive me there. Uh <laughs> Well, the reason I do that is the kids are like, Miss Ochoa, all you do is say it. Does that make sense? We already, anyway, let me move on. I digress. So these words, these questions here on the left are questions that I already have in in my mind that I'm probably going to ask. So I've already got my ideas down about Horizon, and I'm going to show them some quotes. I'm even going to show them a video. But the very first thing that I'm going to do is just show the word Horizon. And it's probably going to look... Let me get past this. It'll look something like this, okay? So this will be the very first thing that that I show, and that's going to be Horizon. The reason I don't always show a picture, but I kind of am not sure at the level of my students at this point, so I'm going to give them a picture uh, of a possible Horizon so they can kind of grab hold of it. So you can even just show them a picture and have them write. You don't necessarily have to have a word. I like the words because we have a lot of ESL students, students uh, ha- are 
uh, English is their second language. And so the more words I can give them, I feel like the better it will be in the long run. So I try to give them words all the time. So what they're going to do is they're going to read the word and they're going to write what comes to your mind. So if you can indulge me, do y'all have something to write with in front of you? Would y'all like to take a second and just think about what's going to happen? Because I think if you experience it, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about. So what I want you to do is look at this slide and do exactly what it says. Read the word. Write what comes to your mind. It can be anything. It can be a memory. It can be anything. And then uh, you'll write, and then I'll tell you to stop in just a few. Okay, we'll do it in a shorter time here than we would actually in the classroom. All right. And I'm going to write with you. All right, go ahead and um, come to a close. I would give you more time in the classroom or even in a full session, but we've got to get to Jacob's stuff. Well, it's also a great time as kids are writing is to um, maybe finish up yours. You know, I would usually, you you uh, show your journal while you're writing, correct, Ochoa? Yes, I usually have my, and I did not set up my my document camera today, but yeah, yeah I typically would have my document camera up and then I would show them what I was writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would usually kind of get that done and then once I'm finished, kind of wander around and see, you know, this is day one, right? So you see who are the, you know, you're already learning your kids, you know, who's who are the kids mm-hmm. who can vomit out the words already? Who are the ones who are really struggling? Who are the ones who are, you know, they're writing, but it's not, you know, you kind of, you get that feel for it. That's a, that's my favorite part of the, the beginning because you're already setting the precedence of this is what we do, right? From day one, even if it's, if it's a small thing like this, but anyway, continue, continue. I just wanted to pontificate for oh. a hot second. No, that's okay. Uh, would and so at this point in time, I might you know I would walk around, uh, so I would continue, I would stop, like he said, and then I would continue and I would look at what people are doing, and students would be struggling. And then this is when I would set, like, you'll have your student that'll say, I can't think of anything, and I'll say, <laughs> Okay, just write the word horizon over and over and over until something comes to your mind. You know, I might say something like that, it just depends. Um, I give them something you could say, I don't know what to say about horizon, I don't know what to say about horizon. You know, I, I would just give them something. Something and just say it doesn't matter really. Just if, if there's something else on your mind, you can do that. I've done it both ways where they can just write about whatever's on their mind. So it doesn't really matter. It's just I, I want to give them the word because I'm trying to build their vocabulary as well. So I'm going to ask you. And then so then at the end, I would say, does anybody want to share what they wrote? And most of them don't, but I always give an opportunity to share. So would anybody out there want to share what you've written? Does anybody want to share? You don't have to. But if you do, just let raise your hand and Jacob will let you in. Well, they they don't need me to let them in. They can just unmute. <laughs> oh, y'all can unmute. I don't know how I don't I'm not in control of that part. I can oh. share. All right, now thank I, you. I wrote the word also the word makes me think about soil horizons. You know, I'm an avid gardener and soil is something I find fascinating and have a deep reverence for. Mm. That's awesome. We know See, all about gardening, them. don't we, Ochoa? <laughs> I know how to fail. I'm I'm a failed gardener oh, now. <laughs> Nail's probably a lot better but than right us. now. Well, my dad made me this planter, and I've got all these plants, and and we've got 110 degree weather almost. And let me tell you, I I went out and watered them today. That's what I was doing when the thing broke. So yeah, that's right. Soil awesome. horizons. So you brought in now a whole nother meaning than what my picture shows, don't you? So that was pretty cool. Yeah, I love it. All right. Anybody else want to share? I'll share, Ochoa. I said, I uh, 
I said what it always makes me think about is, you know, what's what's over the horizon, right? Which is probably the obvious choice. But, I mean, just think about all the times humanity has looked over the horizon and went, I wonder what's there, right? And that's a terrifying uh, idea, but it's also like, I don't know, could be a new country. <laughs> could be gold. Could be anything, right? Right. Um, could be your demise as well. So you got to be careful. That's right. Very good. Thank you. Anybody else? Like I said, you don't have to. I can share. I, okay. Um, I think it's interesting because I think I was affected by the picture mm. a little bit. Okay. Because uh, okay. driving along the road, my favorite spot is coming up over the hill. The first glimpse of the water with the vineyard on the horizon brings me to the feeling of peace and calmness. I don't get any place but at the ocean. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. So I think it was the picture, though, not really like the word as much it was interesting yeah cool with the three different takes on the word horizon yes and and that's the thing um i i was that's why you know the word is real important to me but like just the picture alone uh will help you and i tried not to put like a sunset in that one you know but to me uh that was you know it has that horizon line and all of that but yeah so the picture helped you there and that's what I'm I think that's why I think this time I'm going to show the picture so you uh because I want my students to have something that they can grasp if they don't understand the word horizon anybody thank you for sharing anybody else it's awesome I did um this is Carol Hi. I did um think of sunsets and horizons. Um, I just wrote evening horizons are beautiful in the intermountain West full of intense oranges, reds, and pinks. The setting of the sun concludes a day and the colors add emphasis. So oh, that's probably typical. <laughs> no, but it's okay because it's your experience, right? And the thing is, there's not one sunset that is the same. Not one, really. They're all different, even though it's the same process. But they're just like our kids. They're all different, and they're all beautiful. The thing is, uh, my mother, she does uh, watercolors, and she's always, she paints, and she's always painting uh, sunsets. So that's what you made me think of when you said that. Very well, and good. I think I think it's really cool to see, you know, obviously we have these different responses or whatever, but this is, you know, it, it seems so basic of an idea, right? Put up a word or a picture mm-hmm. or something and have kids respond. But think about the relationships that we've already, we've already known, like we know, we now know so many things about you guys because we're not putting a restriction on how you respond to something, right? This is, this is almost, I always like describe this in my own, like in my own head is this is how I'm getting to know my students through my content, right? Instead of, right. you know, the typical name games, nothing against name games or anything like that. I think I said this on the podcast the other day, but it's, it's this, it's almost like more comfortable this way, in my opinion. Cause to me, you know, I think of these little introverts who like, you know, you start with like these really big activities and there's like traumatized for life, especially like if you're in middle school, cause you go from class to class to class where everyone's like, all right, I need everyone to put themselves in these awkward positions and talk about each other. But if we give them time, even just to write this down to where you can see it, you know, over their shoulder or peek on it. We're building those relationships as they are slowly getting acclimated, but it's still within content because we're working on vocabulary, working on connections. This is all still standards driven. Um, and it, it's such a small little tweak. Anyway. All right. Continue, Ochoa. I know. That's, those are good points. Well, why you do yeah. that, I'll answer um, a question. Oh, yeah. Go was, ahead and answer the yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, we had a 
they're asking basically Leah asked if this would be uh do you make them right on paper you give them or would this be in their notebooks and Ochoa oh. literally had we her and I were literally talking about this last night as we were kind of fine tuning some of this so mm-hmm. there is no exact definite answer um in this instance the way we've kind of set it up they would be writing right under the standard it would be a part of the mini lesson in the craft book now I do believe and Pam can correct me if I'm wrong is sometimes uh she will already start in the draft book. So this might be a mini lesson that is not necessarily constructed like the mini lesson, like we showed it in the PowerPoint, but them just starting their writing kind of in there, what she calls the territories in their draft book. So starting that, I don't think there's a right or wrong way for me. I love doing it in the mini lesson side because it just gives me that structure. And then I tell them when we get to writing time that, Hey, if you wrote something there that you want to transfer to your draft book, then go ahead and do that. Um, so it's, it's really two approaches, uh, but there is right. no exact thing. Go ahead. Dosha. No, you're good. You reminded me of something. So uh, I'll go ahead and show the video, but what I would do is go back to that. I forgot to go back to that slide because it was kind of hard. I, as I told you, they already wrote. And then now I would do my mini lesson about, uh, you know, the connection. And then I would show them that, um, um, this part right here. And this is a part of my mini lesson. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. So now we're going to talk about horizon and what horizon actually means. And that's a part of my mini lesson. So thank you for saying that Jacob, cause I had forgotten, um, do to go back. I would have like, like maybe two or three different bursts of writing. So now they have different understanding of what the word might mean. And this kind of goes with what Jacob was writing about. Um, the horizon line, uh, it doesn't talk about what Nell was talking about, but I could take something and show that as well. So if, if we want to. And then I may look at this one here and show them this uh, particular thing. And so that's one of the things that, uh, so anyway, it says, do not look to the ground for your next step. Greatness lies with those who look to the horizon. And this is going to be my theme for the year. And I want the kids to do that. So we've we've looked at horizon in a lot of different ways. And then now I'm going to say, okay, what do you want to do? You know, I'm going to talk to them. What What do you want this year to look like? What does greatness look like to you? So I can take this any way I want at this point in time. I can have them write about it, and we talk about it. And that's pretty much the conclusion of this, this part of what I will do probably on that first day when it comes to the writing part of our um, uh, of my lesson. And then, uh, and that'll take quite a few. Now, what you... Uh, what y'all might, I don't know how y'all's uh, situation is in your classroom, but my situation is where um, uh, Jacob and I, we teach both reading and writing, and we have about 86 minutes with them. So I've got to fill that kind of time uh, and with that one group of kids, and we'll have them the whole time. And so also another thing that might be happening during that first day is our principals are saying, you have to have this stuff done. You have to go over these things, stuff like that. So if that's the case, then I can move, you know, that's why I have a few quotes. If I don't need all of those quotes, that's fine. Uh, You know, I'm going to adjust it depending on what I'm allowed to do for that particular day. But now we're going to go, and y'all can see my little, y'all like my teddy bears? (laughs) Just say yes. (laughs) 
I, these are all my kids' teddy bears, and they're all in my room. And uh, and so even if I've had them in eighth grade and seventh grade, but after my kids grew up, I had all these all these stuffed animals. So they're that's how I decorate my room. But anyway, so I'll let them go, and they pick a book. And that's what they do on that day. And so then they'll read. And then again, as Jacob talked about, I'll go around and I will uh, watch them read. I'll read with them. I'll pick a book to model and all of that. Uh, If their notebooks are ready, this is where I've already done this part of the mini lesson. They've already written about that. They'll probably uh, write on this side about these things. But what I want them to do is select a book. This might look a little bit different in Jacob's room. So, Jacob, what would you do different right here? Then I think we talked about it. What would this page look like for you? If you did yeah. This one? So this actually, I was just answering this uh, for Emily in the chat, but oh, um, there you go. Because she was asking, do you do your writing lesson time before reading lesson time, or vice versa? And I said that you mm-hmm. usually change yours depending on what's happening. Um, mm-hmm. For me, and y'all will see this uh, a little bit later when I show you some. Uh, of my kind of mini lessons that I put together. Um, this, it would be exactly what it looks like here. They wouldn't have these quotes in there. I think you just put those in there to see them anyway, but I, I would do exactly what you did. I had the standard and then I would show the horizon picture and kids would write their responses on the right side. And so that's, uh, what that would be. So on the right side, it'd basically be all of their writing that we were doing. And then the left side is the reading goal, uh, right there where we kind of connect that as well. So pretty much what you see here, just, um, just their pure writing. Yeah. And the only thing that would change for me is if they all have their notebooks and that just depends. They should, if they, if they, uh, did our supply list, you know, that everybody should have their notebooks. So probably before we start that mini lesson, I would probably say, okay, count to, to page 10 and 11 and write those down and then not go further than that until later. So that would be another thing to consider. I wouldn't like, uh, I would not fill in all, but, but just maybe to about page 11, because I want them to get started. I don't want to slow down the day. The thing is, on that first day and that second day, and you know, I've set through, you've set through it where you're just doing um, uh, expectations and rules, and the kids have been talked to all day long, and nobody likes to be talked to all day long. And so that's when I started doing the writing first. And that writing at the beginning is not really my writing time. My writing time would come now. So students will continue to write. So after they've read, we've talked about their reading, I should have more time and I would end with actual writing time. And this is their writing time. So that first part is more teacher constructed. It's more of, uh, it's a part of my mini lesson. It's almost like a you got, I come from Madeline Hunter days. I don't know if y'all remember or know who Madeline Hunter is, but uh, in the old days, that's how we used to set up all of our lessons. She was the big lesson guru, and you always had to start with an anticipatory set or a focus. And so I've, I'm used to that, and I use that writing, those uh, vocabulary words and all of that at the beginning as kind of an anticipatory set. Then I get into my lesson, my mini lesson. And I think, Jacob, you just start with the mini lesson, and then you do everything. Is that correct? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think that's where we're a little bit different and I don't think it matters. And I, I think that's, uh, you have to have your own style in there. That, that's, that's what's important. So students would continue to write. And so here they can go back to anything that they've already written. Cause really, if they have responded to the first, you know, what y'all did for me. And then if I had them write a little bit more on each one of those other quotes and they've already read, now they've got some background information. They've got some ideas, maybe. And then now they can write about whatever they want. They can continue something they've already started. So if you wanted to continue what y'all were doing, this is where you would do that. If you wanted to start something brand new, or if there's something like a transformer blew that morning and it scared you and you wanted to talk about that, then that's what you could talk about. So you would write about whatever you want uh, here. And that's kind of how I would end my day. And that's just the first day. And that is it for this clip, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. That's a little teacher and teacher outro for you. That's what I did. That's how I'm jumping in there. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. This Remember, this was really only possible because of our Patreon supporters, which are... I'm going to read it the other way. I always read it the other way. So we're going to go Susan, Natalie, Lori, Destiny, Melissa, Carol, Courtney, Rebecca, Sarah, Amy, Mark, Leah, Brandy, Alicia. They all support us over there, and they allowed us to really kick off this training and do some amazing things. Um, those of you who listen to the podcast regularly know that I promised a live episode or I put it on Ochoa and then we didn't do it. And when I'm allowed to speak about certain things, you'll understand why the live episode hasn't happened yet. But that is our goal. Uh, coming up very soon. We also have a special episode coming up with one of our Patreon listeners, which we'll probably announce once it's happening. So we have a couple tricks up our sleeves as we uh, continue this show. But thank you for listening and come back next week for another fantastic episode. So subscribe so you don't miss any other episodes. We drop one every single Friday. Leave a review if you thought this was helpful. Share this with all of your workshop teachers and maybe even your admin if they need to be convinced about workshop. But know that we are here for you. 